Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. It's time for us now to be speaking about, um, you know, the the issue of um, food service suppliers who are railing to save, you know, 1.8 million jobs in the food industry amid COVID-19. We are, after 11 o'clock, going to be speaking, raising churn or looking after churn with special needs. So make sure you are also tuned in for that because we are going to be having parents who are giving us their first-hand experience about raising churn with special needs. Right now, let's uh, take a look at this particular topic. I've got all the way from Unilever Food Solutions Managing Director, Janine van Royen. Thank you very much for joining me, Janine. Hi, Patricia. Thanks so much for inviting me. So, Great to chat to you. I'm excited <laughs> to be speaking to you about this topic especially because a lot of us um, are, are quite worried about the whole COVID-19 pandemic. And obviously jobs have been lost in a lot of industries, especially mm. the food industry. And then looking as well at the fact that we, we're not really sure because scientists have not really told us how this particular virus spreads. So if there's a contamination in a food um, you know, production plant, what then happens? So what has been the impact of lockdown in the food industry, Janine? Sure. So um, obviously when the strict lockdown happened, um, we saw that the hospitality industry was hit really, really hard. Um, because if you remember, no restaurants could operate, no takeaways could operate, and no hotels could operate. And obviously, this just meant that consumers would, would cook more in home. So your kind of retail um, food sales did, did quite well. But unfortunately, we have quite a few restaurants and hotels that haven't actually survived um, the lockdown that have actually been forced to close their doors um, or retrench staff. So, so quite a, a sad state of affairs um, in the hospitality industry during lockdown. Very sad state of affairs and obviously people have lost their jobs. But now what is the Mm. impact of lockdown, especially on the food prices, since production has been hampered for a couple of weeks or months? Yeah, so so we actually don't see a significant increase in prices. I think suppliers are quite mindful of the situation that our consumers are in. Um, but rather what we've seen is that there's a lot less promotions in trade, um, specifically retails. Obviously, there's been quite a big increase in demand um, in eating and home. But to your point, just in terms of production and excessive production or um, kind of gearing up, because if you remember um, when lockdown happened, it was just before the Easter season. So a lot of suppliers would have been kind of building up stock to supply hotels, et cetera, et cetera. And unfortunately, in some cases, um, they've had to write off quite a bit of stock. Um, and, and a lot of them have actually opted to donate to various charities um, that have assisted in feeding different communities and that kind of thing. But all in all, I think a big loss to everyone. Um, and I think that's the main thing, Patricia, is yes, the restaurant owners and the staff, um, obviously they're hugely impacted. But it really is about that greater value chain. And when we speak about the 1.8 million jobs, it really is everyone from the farmer, um, you know, the, the, even the car guard that looks after the cars outside the restaurant. So it really is um, everyone in that value chain that, that has been impacted. 
You know, we are talking right now, um, A-teamers, about the impact of the COVID-19 on uh, the food services and um, restaurants and the likes. And perhaps you work in this industry or you might be a person who um, has seen a significant change or has suffered due to the pandemic. Please do call in, A-teamers, and let us know what your experience has been. The number to call in on is 011-714-4045 or on 891 104207. You can also SMS on 41391. We are speaking to Managing Director at Unilever Food Solutions, Janine van Royen. Janine, with all the predicaments that we have seen due to lockdown in the food industry, how can suppliers and uh, um, restaurant owners and the likes be able to overcome these predicaments? So, um, Patricia, you know, we were thinking the exact same thing. So when we saw um, the impact of COVID and just speaking to our customers and just seeing the hardships that they were going through, um, we as uh, Unilever Food Solutions just thought, you know, there's obviously something we can do as a single business, but how much more could we do if we actually rallied and partnered with fellow suppliers? Um, And that's when we decided to approach um, some of the other suppliers for the lack of RCL um, Tiger Brands, as well as McCain's and Bid Food. And we approached them to say, listen, do you want to come on board? Um, we need to get um, consumers, consumer confidence up. We need to get consumers back out there buying meals from these different um, customers. Because at the end of the day, um, for every meal that's purchased, there's so many jobs that are protected. Um, so we basically just came together. We pulled our resources and we pulled our brain cells together because, you know, I think more more than one head is always better. And um, we came up with this this concept or this campaign called One Meal Many Thanks. And it is all around saying for every meal that you purchase, whether it's from a takeaway, whether it's from a hotel or a restaurant, so many um, people are actually saying thank you. Um, and this campaign, it's amazing because anyone can be a part of it. We have free assets. Anyone can download and use within the establishment. And um, we give first-hand information on how to um, adhere to the safety protocols. So as you mentioned earlier, yes, it is, you know, we need to make sure hygiene uh, standards are in place. And um, so really just sp- spreading the message of gratitude for when people come and buy a meal from an es- establishment. Um, and that's basically what, we, what we're trying to spread uh, in the market at the moment. Mm. You know, we need to make sure that everyone is uh, staying afloat because COVID-19 is affecting Mm. all of us. What are some of, um, you know, the COVID-19 situations now and in the future for the food production, agriculture and fisheries um, supply chain and the markets? Yeah, so, I mean, I think, unfortunately, we do have a long road ahead. Um, I mean, if we have a look at the state, uh, the hospitality is, uh, industry is in now. So the likes of your quick service restaurants are kind of almost back to normal run rates. But if you look at hotels or conferencing venues or even your fine dining restaurants, um, many of them are not even open. And um, so they've opted to keep their doors closed. And some of them are only doing around 30% of their turnover. So really barely covering their overhead. So now, obviously, if you think about the ripple effect on the rest of the industry, um, you know, if things don't pick up soon, I think, you know, kind of the writing's on the wall in terms of there are going to be jobs lost um, and retrenchments, and we unfortunately are already seeing it in the industry. So um, very, very sad if, if we don't see the start to turn around um, very, very soon.
Mm. Yeah, the turnaround needs to be seen mm. now. How has the pandemic affected the food demand? Are people buying more food or less food? Because bearing in mind that people are also mm. very much in debt and some don't even have a source of income. Absolutely. So I think uh, obviously when the hard lockdown was in place with people not being able to go out and actually buy a meal from a restaurant, the food demand in retail obviously picked up quite a bit. So everyone having to cook at home, I think everyone staying at home made people want to experiment a little bit more and get creative with their cooking and loads of brine. So I think um, spice sales were up. Um, but I think, you know, now, unfortunately, um, and I think we're only really going to see the effects in the next couple of months. You know, people have still been getting some grants from the government um, and that kind of thing. So still being able to grab a takeaway here or there. Um, so for now, um, it's, it's not too bad, but I do think we're probably going to start to see the effects in the next um, couple of months of people actually not being able to afford um, even a takeaway um, or the like. Mm. Now, how mm. can we support employees and customers in the next couple of months to protect them and prevent the health mm. crisis um, that might come from a food crisis? Yeah. So, I mean, as we know, um, I mean, job losses are really at the heart of this crisis. And I mean, as Unilever Food Solutions, we have been a part of a lot of different community feeding schemes. And I think it's absolutely heartbreaking. I mean, we've seen some of our chefs into these communities to do soup kitchens, et cetera. And just to see how many people have lost their jobs and are really just struggling to feed their families. Um, so I, I just really think we need to do everything we can to support our own employees as well as our customers just by really encouraging consumers to support the hospitality industry. Um, and I think this One Meal Many Thanks campaign just speaks to protecting these livelihoods of the hospitality industry. And again, as I mentioned, you know, the food chain, um, which, which, as you mentioned, does equate around 1.8 million jobs. And I think really this campaign speaks to everyday South Africans and I, and I kind of... Um, dropped in on what you were speaking about earlier in your previous interview, you know, it really is up to us as South Africans to rally together um, and to support one another and help where we can. And, and just to buy a meal from a local restaurant, a hotel or a caterer, even if it's a takeaway, um, it really does go a long way to support not only the establishment, but also the full value chain as well. Definitely the full value chain needs to be supported. And we know that uh, with the the, the current pandemic, COVID-19, certain Mm -hmm. safety measures need to be adhered to, certain regulations need to be adhered to, whether you're a restaurant or you are a supplier or a farmer. Can you tell us what some of these safety measures um, that are recommended for the food industry are? Absolutely. So um, I'll I'll give you a few, but before I do, just so that if anyone is in the industry that's listening, um, there is a really cool app, um, a COVID-19 app, which is available, um, you just have to go onto the uh, TBCSA, so the Tourism Business Council of South Africa. It's an app that can be downloaded that helps with all the protocols and anything um, you need to know about making sure everything's in place. But just to run through a few of them, um, so things like um, making sure that when, when people enter an establishment that they take their temperature, making sure that hands are sanitized on entering. I think everyone is absolutely used to that by now. I mean, even when we just go to the shops, you get your hands sanitized about a zillion times. So um, that's the new normal. Um, Obviously, making sure you're wearing a a mask at all times except while you're eating and drinking. Um, And then obviously maintaining social distancing. And they have said that tables should be at least one and a half to two meters apart um, and don't join up tables as well. 
Um, and then I think just trying to do things like contactless payment methods. So using Zapper or um, I've seen, you know, obviously looking at different ways where you can pay without having to touch um, the card machine. So tapping with your card, et cetera. Um, and then obviously just making sure that you're not touching all the condiments um, and sanitizing your hands before and after as well. Um, and I think just the last um, thing is just saying if you're getting a delivery, um, obviously making sure you wipe down those containers um, with a sanitizer um, as well. So there's just a few simple steps um, that uh, restaurants and that should be adhering to just to keep their diners um, and their staff safe as well. But as I mentioned, the app is really informative. I'd really encourage um, people to go onto the website and have a look at that. Let's take a bit of a breather and we'll be back with you, Janine. And we are speaking about uh, safety and uh, security in the food industry amidst uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and also some of the job losses uh, that the industry is trying to save. We're speaking to Janine van Royen, who is the Managing Director at Unilever Food Solutions. If you'd like to join in on the conversations, you may do so by SMSing us on 41391 or calling us on 0891-104207 or on 011-714-4045. Here, there. And everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in Mangaung. Hashtag SAFM LMC. The time now is uh, 10 minutes, or in fact, 8 minutes to 11. At 11 o'clock, Zolega Kotashi is going to come in and give us the news update. For now, we are talking with uh, Janine Van Royen, who's the Managing Director at Unilever Food Solutions. Let me remind you that uh, after 11 o'clock news update, we are going to be touching on uh, closet conversations related to family, and we'll be speaking to some parents who are raising children or looking after children with special needs and what the journey that they are going through is and how they need support or what support you can get if you're a parent who's dealing with the same scenario. At this current moment, we are looking at COVID-19 and the impact that it has on the food industry. Janine, thank you very much for staying with us this late evening. We really appreciate you as the A-team. No problem. Thank you for for having me on your show. Awesome. Now, Janine, I'd like you to please just maybe take us through, you know, the the mind process of how 1.8 million jobs in this food industry can be saved. Um, What is it that's being done? And I'm saying mind process because it might not be something that is immediately um, feasible to save all these jobs. Absolutely. So I think, as I mentioned, there is obviously a long road ahead um, because people are obviously needing to kind of move forward and and push through this really, really tough time. But what we're trying to do as a consortium um, is really trying to get consumer confidence up and really trying to illustrate that by buying a meal, it's not just about buying a meal, it's just about that full value chain, which actually makes up that 1.8 million jobs. So the 1.8 million jobs isn't just the restaurant owner and the staff, it's, it is the farmer, it's the baker, it's all the different people in that value chain. Um, and we know that consumers are nervous. You know, we know consumers are nervous to go out there. We, we know that, you know, they've been sitting in their homes for a, a good couple of weeks and quite comfortable cooking um, at home. So, so we really want to get the message out there to say, come on, guys, um, let's support our hospitality industry one meal at a time. Um, and for every single meal that you buy, you're helping 
so many people. Um, and, and this campaign is amazing because we even have um, material where on, on the till slip within the restaurant, the restaurant owner can actually put in how many meals, um, or sorry, how many lives or how many jobs have been saved by your meal. So if he has 45 people in his establishment, um, on the till slip um, can basically say, thank you, you've basically saved 45 jobs, for example. So it really is about conquering um, this one meal at a, ta- at a time and really just about saying, come on, South Africans, um, let's support the hospitality industry. Let's together save 1.8 million jobs. And these jobs definitely need to get saved. Now, restaurants mm. are open. And uh, people are going into dining, unfortunately not wine, because there's no liquor allowed to be sold. <laughs> yes, I'm also sad about that. <laughs> let's, let's not let the world know that we, we do yes. enjoy a glass every now and then. Now, Janine, you know, with customers being permitted inside restaurants, do you think it's a good idea? I know we want to save jobs here and um, yeah. us supporting the industry, we are saving a lot of jobs. But is it a good mm. idea for people to be sitting inside a restaurant um, without masks because obviously you can't be eating mm. with a mask on your face uh, yeah. during this pandemic. Yeah. So Patricia, you know, I think we really advocate safety first. Um, and we really just feel as long as the establishment and the patrons are adhering to the protocols, then there should not be a high risk of contracting the disease. Um, but then again, we also know that some consumers are nervous. And if you're nervous and if you don't feel comfortable, then order a takeaway or get a delivery because it's still supporting um, the industry. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's our stance. Our stance is really about safety first, but, but really, if, if they are following the protocols, they're sanitizing, they're doing the temperature checks, et cetera, on staff and patrons, and then there should be a very, very low risk um, of infection within a restaurant. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting a text here from uh, Anonymous uh, A-Teamer saying, I'm so scared to go to restaurants. So how do Aww. we, you know, abate this uh, particular fear? Because it's understandable. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, everyone is struggling with this pandemic in their own way. And, and, and I mean, I know some people that have not left their homes. You know, they've literally gone out once every two weeks to go shopping. And you can completely understand it. Um, and I think, you know, if you're not feeling comfortable then order a takeaway. Um, you know, l- like I said, you know, any meal that's purchased really just goes a long way in, in helping um, jobs and across the full value chain. And, you know, when you feel comfortable um, to get back out there, then, then get back out there. You know, I've been out um, a few times to, to local restaurants and I just think, oh, it just makes me feel a little bit normal. You know, even if I can't have my glass of wine, it's still really great just to be out there and just see, you know, they're really making an effort to keep it safe for us. Um, And you can see, you know, everything's being sanitized and taking your temperature when you walk in. I honestly don't feel um, unsafe um, when going out. But again, it is obviously up to consumers. And um, when they feel comfortable, then then hopefully they can get out there. Otherwise, please just get a takeaway or, or delivery. But don't forget to wipe down the containers, sanitize everything yes. and wash your hands. <laughs> and when you're yes. getting the stuff from uh, the delivery, put your mask on. We want to flatten Absolutely. the curve. Now, what partnerships are on board to assist the food industry, if there are any? So at the moment, um, we are working with different government agencies. Um, so the likes of Hedhasa and uh, the TBSA, as well as we've, as I mentioned, we've connected with RCL Foods, Tiger Brands, um, McCain Food Services, and Bid Food. So we are all kind of working together. 
um, just to make sure that we are being able to give um, the hospitality industry the correct information. We have a, we actually have a website called One Meal Many Things um, where you can actually log on. And if you're a restaurant owner or you own a, a hospitality outlet, you can register, you can download material, you can have a look at hygiene protocols. Um, there's a whole lot of um, different tools on there basically to support to support and help people um, in the in the industry. So and um, we've come together, as I mentioned, we've kind of put our minds together and um, just to see how we can support. And um, because I think there's a lot of information kind of floating all over the place. So we've tried to create um, a, a place or a platform where everything's in one place um, and just to spread the message far and wide and just for people to know and the industry to know that we're there to support them um, and that together we will get through this. Yes, definitely. Together we can get through this. It's good to know that there are some partnerships. Let's uh, just wrap up by you please giving us your contact details if there are people who would like to be in touch with you at um, Unilever Food Solutions. Absolutely. So um, Unilever Food Solutions, we have our social media pages. So you can pop onto Instagram or um, Facebook as well. Um, So we have uh, Unilever Food Solutions South Africa. And then there is also, as I mentioned, the website. So the, it's One Meal Many Thanks. And um, so you can just type that in your browser and you can go on. It's, it's the first one to pop up. Um, and you can have a look there as well um, for all the information that I've shared. And um, the last thing, Patricia, I just wanted to mention very quickly because um, we know that a lot of people in the hospitality industry are going through a very, very stressful time. Um, as Food Solutions, we actually have something um, called Fair Kitchens, where we have a toll-free um, line that is available for anyone in the hospitality industry um, to actually contact. Um, you, if you go onto our social media pages, the number is there. You can pop on there and um, for free counselling and advice for the full hospitality industry. Um, so we are there to support you. So just for anyone that's looking for help or just to chat to someone, because I think we also forget that they're under a huge amount of pressure and, and stress. So just so that they know we, we are there for them as well. Thank you so very much, Janine. Really appreciate the hard work you guys are putting out there for the industry. Have a good evening. Great. Thanks, Patricia. You too. Take care. It's time for the news with the beautiful Zolega Kodashi. Yesterday I did mention that I really miss her. And Zolega, I miss you. I'm so glad you are back.